you have your Bibles, open them to Amos chapter 5. And I want to read verse 24, where the prophet Amos says, I want to see a mighty flood of justice, justice, justice. The Floods of Justice podcast looks at the issues of our day from a biblical perspective without the labels. Led by Reverend Dr. Kevin Riggs, affectionately known as Pastor Kevin or Rev Kev. He is the senior pastor of Franklin Community Church and founder of Franklin Community Development in Franklin, Tennessee. He is also a published author, teacher, professor, activist, abolitionist, husband, father, grandfather, scuba diver, and coffee connoisseur, which is why this podcast is brought to you from the Coffee House at 2nd and Bridge in downtown Franklin. Let's begin the conversation. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode one of the Floods of Justice podcast. I am not the Reverend Dr. Kevin Riggs. I am a different Kevin, Kevin Sage, and I will be the moderator slash host for this podcast, but I'm sitting here with my pastor, my friend, my dive buddy, my hero, the Reverend Dr. Kevin Riggs. Uh, good morning, Kevin. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> You've had your coffee. I have not, so I'm trying to spice things up a bit. Oh, I'm on my third cup. So third. I'm oh, doing, wow. I'm doing All good. Right. I'm All doing right. good. <laughs> I got some major catch-up to do here then. All right. Well, um, so we wanted to kick things off here, kind of describe uh, our roles in the podcast, uh, talk about goals for the podcast um and uh and kind of go forward from there uh kevin why don't you give us kind of your uh your broad stroke uh description of what your hopes are for for the podcast well what i'm hoping to do is just uh, look at the issues of the day talk about things that are going on in society and uh, but come at them from a biblical perspective and i know there's a lot of people out there who say that they're going to come look at it from a biblical perspective and so i don't think that's anything new, but I, I would like to think that uh, the way that we're going to do it and the way that we're going to approach it is going to be a little bit different, um, looking at it from what the Bible says, what did the Bible say back then, how does it apply to us today, and, uh, and without getting um, caught up in a lot of uh, uh, doctrinal kind of stuff or a lot of labels or anything like that. Just here's the issues, here's some scriptures that we think, here's some people, we'll bring in some guests that can talk about those subjects and uh, just um, kind of see what God does and how he leads us and how we can get involved in the issues uh, that are affecting our day. You mentioned bringing in uh, other gifts, uh, other guests on this. And uh, just a disclaimer, you're not here in the room with us, but we are two white guys uh, in America. So yes. you know, we bring a certain perspective, but certainly not anywhere near the full perspective of yeah in fact that's really one of the goals and maybe one of the differences that that since we are uh, coming from the dominant culture as as two white guys what I've tried to learn over the last several years is to listen to my my minorities my minority brothers listen to women of faith uh, listen to other uh, cultures and how they apply the scripture because the way that we look at scripture and the way that we've been taught to look at scripture from that white European dominant way is not the only way to look at scripture. There's another way to look at it. And when you read the scripture through lenses of other people, um, then the Bible just opens up and flourishes. It's not dry anymore. It's not just all about apologetics, but it's about culture change, life change. Jesus came to redeem the entire world. Um, that includes individuals, but it also includes systems. It includes governments. It includes the environment. It includes everything. And, uh, and scripture addresses all those. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's jump right in. Um, typically, we're going to have a, a topic um, for each episode, um, and we'll take a break in there for, for sponsorship and, uh, and some other parts that we'll talk about later. Um, but let's dive into, ha, dive. 
We're dive buddies. All right, right. So let's let's dive into this first uh, this first topic for episode number one, and just tell me what is Floods of Justice and why should I listen to this podcast? Yeah. Well, again, the scripture verse for this really comes um, from the prophet Amos, and also a blog that I've written for. Um, quite a while, not as regular as I would like to, but that I've written, and the title of that blog is Floods of Justice, floodsofjustice.com. And from the New Living Translation, Amos chapter 5, verse 24, the prophet Amos says, I want to see a mighty flood of justice, an endless river of righteous living. And in the scripture, justice and righteousness are almost always combined. They're really used synonymously. You could, you could when you see the word justice in scripture, you could replace it with righteousness. And you see the word righteousness in scripture, you could replace it with justice. And it really is not going to affect uh, the meaning at all. So those two are always used. And so the prophet says that he wants to see not just justice, but a flood of justice, justice everywhere uh, and, and rivers of righteousness. I really like the way the message reads as well. The message says, do you not know what I want? I want justice. Oceans of it is, is the idea there. I want fairness, rivers of it. That's what I want, and that's all I want. And so really, that's kind of the guiding verse of what we're trying to do. Uh, the guiding desire behind this, this podcast is we want to be uh, prophetic, not so much in um, we're going to tell you what the future holds, but in speaking the truth in love and speaking the truth to power, uh, being prophetic in that sense, basically saying this is what's going on, this is what's right, this is what's wrong, and... Um, and here's what we can do about it. That's, so that's what we mean by wanting to be prophetic. Uh, um, it's really from that, just to be prophetic. One of my favorite um, quotes from Martin Luther King Jr. is this, and this is from a sermon he preached in 1967. He said, The church must be reminded that it is not the master or the servant of the state, but rather the conscience of the state. It must be the guide and the critic of the state, and never its tool. If the church does not recapture its prophetic zeal it will become an irrelevant social club without moral or spiritual authority and I think in a lot of ways sometimes as a church that's where we are in the United States we've lost that prophetic zeal we've, we've become insular and just want to take care of our own or our own key issues and are not really speaking the truth anymore uh, to people who are in power and we're to be the conscience of the state and so if I were to summarize what I won't um floods of justice to be it would be a conscience uh, for the state to say wait a minute we got to check this Uh, here's what's going on here's what the bible says there's a disconnect now what can we do um, to uh, to fix that Uh, so anyway so with that said just some things on this first episode to know about me since uh, you may not know about me you do but other people may not is that uh, first and foremost I'm a pastor Uh, I've been a pastor for 30 years now I'm only 35 years old, so that's, uh, that, that ends up being, I'm, I'm a lot older than that, but I've been a pastor for a long time. I taught sociology for 14 years at a community college, and so a secular school, and uh, my doctorate is in the integration of society and religion, and so those two things kind of come together in this, in this podcast and what I'm hoping to accomplish. Um, I believe the Bible, I follow politics, and I'm a news junkie, so those, uh, that's where I'm coming from as a person. So again, the purpose of Floods of Justice is to have a conversation about current events and attempt to view those through the lenses of Scripture and what it means to follow Jesus. And so as far as goals um, go, through this podcast, I want us to be biblical. I want us to be honest and vulnerable. I want us to be open, but also I want to offer hope. 
um, that uh, there is a better way of living. The kingdom of God, he, it is here, it is here now, and there's a better way of doing things than what we're presently doing. And so there's hope in Jesus Christ. How do you think we got to this point as far as uh, the church's role in being silent in moments where they should not be silent? Where we, how, how have we not become the conscience of our country? Well, we used to be. I mean, all you got to do is look at church history, and especially church history in the United States, and you can see, you know, many, many hospitals, you know, St. Thomas, uh, St. Saint whatever hospital all across the country, and so Christians saw a need for health care, and they jumped in there, and they did something about it. Um, most of your colleges and universities back in the day started with a, um, from a Christian worldview, everything from Princeton to, to Harvard to Yale were all started really for, for ministers to go and to, and to study. Um, and then, you know, basically all your welfare systems were, were really controlled by the church. So you had orphanages, you had daycares, you had um, group homes or uh, I'm trying to think of the hostels, you know, the YMCA, all these things. And there was this Christian emphasis. But then we just kind of lost that. And I think part of it is we've individualized our faith. Uh, it's all about me. You know, it's all about my relationship with Christ, my family's relationship with Christ. What can I do to be a better husband, a better father, a better worker and all those things there's a place for that in all in in the church and there's a place for that in discipleship but as a result we've kind of lost this corporate mentality of that we are also here um to be the light of the world and we're here to influence and to be change agents and to and to um, speak up for those who can't speak up or to speak with those who have little voice not take their place but come alongside them and speak and speak with them and really there's a direct correlation in the U.S. history of the modern church growth movement, which started around the 1940s. Um, and around that same time, you have FDR's New Deal, where the government kind of took over a lot of the social, uh, social welfare things that are going on. And those run on parallel tracks. And so the church handed over, uh, the Christian people handed over ministering to the needs of people and gave it to the government. Um, and so the government took over those issues, and then churches went about growing huge campuses and offering incredible programs if you come to their campus. And as, and as a result, just lost, uh, lost sight of what's really important. Then in the Civil Rights Movement, um, Dr. Martin Luther King and others, and mainly minority pastors, came along, and they were being prophetic, talking about these issues. And so the black church kind of became the host of that. But since the Civil Rights Movement, it seems to be that even the um, African-American churches have kind of gone the way of the white churches and started talking more about church growth, more about programs and budgets and not uh, about the ministry of uh, meeting people's needs. And I was at a luncheon um, with some African-American pastors the other, a couple weeks ago, and I told them at the end, I said, you know, it's time for the black church to be the black church again and to be prophetic and because uh, we don't know how to do it as white churches. Um, and so, you know, I told them, if you lead, I'll follow, but we got to return to speaking the truth to power and being prophetic when these issues uh, that are going on today. And so we're told the two things you don't talk about in public are religion and politics. And so we've been quiet on those issues, and the result is what we see all around us. All right, well, this is probably a good uh, place to pause for our sponsor break, but when we get back, we're going to jump back into a discussion and explore more what you mean by justice. Don't go anywhere. 
Floods of Justice podcast is brought to you by the Coffee House at Second and Bridge. Since 1904, they have stood at the corner of Second Bridge Street in the heart of downtown Franklin. Their house-made menu items are crafted with care and love. Baked goods are made from scratch each morning, and specialty coffee is always ground and brewed fresh. So come on down, wander the rooms, join us at the coffee bar, and find a space to enjoy the food, the drink, and maybe even a recording of the Floods of Justice podcast. Welcome back to the Floods of Justice podcast, where we look at the issues of the day from a biblical perspective without the labels. I am your host and moderator, Kevin Sage, here with the creator of Floods of Justice, Reverend Dr. Kevin Riggs, uh, or Pastor Kevin. Uh, Before we get into the meaning of justice, though, tell me a bit about uh, the the tagline, without labels. We look at the issues of the day from a biblical perspective without labels. Elaborate on that, because I think it's important. Yeah, Again, what I mean by that, and, and again, this first episode, we're really just trying to set the stage of, of what we're trying to do. But um, growing up the way that I did in, in, the, um, in my early years and the churches that I belonged to, the denomination that I belonged to, we were considered fundamentalists, and so that was a label. And it was a label that um, you kind of wore proudly because you stood for the fundamentals of the faith, and you were willing to, you know, to die for these fundamentals of the faith. Well, this is just from my perspective um, in my early 20s, all of a sudden, fundamentalism, because it was attached with um, um, an extremist view of other religions, fundamentalism became a bad word. And so it's like, I don't want to be a fundamentalist because people think fundamentalists are crazy. And so then the term evangelical was really, it had been around a while, but now let's embrace evangelicalism. And then you had conservative, progressive, um, emergent um, in the in the Christian world, some people these labels may not mean anything, but to me they mean something. And then, of course, Republicans and Democrat, um, or Independent, or Libertarian, um, or um, and you know, and so at different times, all the if if somebody labels me, then they're not going to hear everything I have to say. You know, I, I will tell people that you know I I think uh, theologically I'm I'm a conservative, um, socially I'm a progressive. You know. If you're going to tag me, but I don't like to be tagged or I don't like to be labeled because as soon as I have friends all over the place now. And so as soon as somebody says, you know, Pastor Kevin's an evangelical, then there's going to be a segment of people who are going to shut down and not listen because they hear that word evangelical and they, and they uh, you know, shut you off. Or if somebody says Pastor Kevin's progressive, then there's going to be a whole other group of people that they shut down. They don't want to hear anything else you have to say because of the word progressive. And so... Let's talk about these issues without getting hung up on those labels. It doesn't really matter if you're an evangelical, fundamentalist, liberal, progressive. It doesn't really matter. What does the Bible say? How do you, how do you look at that? Let's listen to each other. Let, let's get viewpoints um, from all people and from all, you know, from all walks of life, and let's try to uh, become better followers of Jesus as a result of that without saying this person is Baptist, this person is Catholic, this person is, you know, Church of God, Church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints, is per, whatever. Let's just sit down and talk about the issues the best we can from a, from a biblical perspective. So to, to jump back into our topic uh, about the, the goal of the podcast, um, we, wanted, we were leading into justice and what you mean by justice. So well, why don't you elaborate a bit on that? Yeah, well, in Scripture itself, um, some 700 times, total in the the Old Testament and the New Testament, the word justice or righteousness in one form or another is used, where the prophets talk about it, Jesus talks about it, the apostles talk about it. So it's a huge subject. I mean, you talk about Jesus talks about that, um, and the Bible talks about that really more than any other 
a single issue, but yet we hear very few sermons, you know, on the pulpits about justice because, again, you're being political if, uh, if that happens. In, in the Scripture, there's over 2,000 verses that talk about caring for the poor and the hungry and the immigrant and, the, and prisoners and all those kind of things. So if, literally, if you took the justice verses out of the Bible, your Bible would be, have a lot of holes in it and would be nowhere near complete. But, but yet we avoid those subjects um, because, we, because you know, they can be divisive or, or you know, don't bring politics into the pulpit and all those things. But, but that 700-some-odd times, again, righteousness and justice are used uh, somewhat synonymously in the Bible. Uh, and so it's a big topic. And so the basic meaning behind that word justice and righteousness is equality and fairness and just treating people with equality and fairness. And, and so you have laws in the Old Testament that have to do with business. In business, you know, in business don't weight your scales. Treat people in quality and fairness. In the court of law, uh, no one is above the law. That's really an Old Testament principle. So you treat uh, the people who are wealthy in, in the courts the same way you would a person who doesn't have wealth. And so this idea of equality and fairness across uh, across the board. And so... Again, in the Bible, justice is always associated with righteousness, and it really has to do with what, what life is going to be like in the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God is a theme throughout all of Scripture, but Jesus really hammers it home in all of his teachings, that, this, you, know, that you are a citizen of the kingdom. Here's what that looks like, and here are the issues. And if you read Jesus' um, parable of the sheep and the goats, you really get an idea of what Jesus is getting about. Is This is what justice looks like. Uh, you know, you're caring for the poor, you're feeding the hungry, um, housing the homeless, uh, visiting the sick, uh, visiting the prisoner, welcoming the immigrant, all these things that Jesus says that we are to be doing. Uh, and basically it's making sure people are treated with equality and fairness uh, overall. And, uh, and Jesus prayed, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so we're to bring, um, you know, the kingdom of God is now and not yet, but in the now we are to bring the kingdom of God, which is, heavy on justice into the earth today. Not just in my own personal life, but just in, in society uh, as a whole. And so um, justice, equality, and fairness matters to God, so it should matter deeply to us. And really, I think, and I've read lots and lots and lots of definitions and books on justice, but the best definition of justice is Matthew seven twelve, where Jesus said, do to others what you would have them do to you. And that's, that's justice treating people the way that you want to be treated not the way you've been treated that's vengeance but the way you would like to be treated so even if if I'm an oppressed person I still treat people the way I would like to be treated if I'm a person of privilege I treat people the way I would like to be I would like to be treated and um, and so that the outworkings of that are um, difficult not you know a few weeks ago uh, our church has a group home and the refrigerator was making a horrible noise and it was like New Year's Eve, you know, and it was, I mean, I went over there and it was, you, it was horrible. And the only way you get it to stop was to unplug it, which then means everything goes bad. So I called the repair person, and of course it's New Year's Eve. And they're like, well, we can't get to it today. And, and, and in my mind, I thought, well, what would I want? If this was my refrigerator in my house, sure. what would I want? And, and so I tried to be nice, but I told the repairman, look, if this was in your house, you'd, you'd, you'd do your best to get it fixed today. So I know you may not be able to, but, but do your best to get somebody out here. Because these, you know, that's, again, I didn't say all this, but in my mind it's like, because that's what I would want. If this was my refrigerator, and, and being in the position I was in, I told the guy, I'll pay you extra. 
You know, we'll, we'll pay whatever it is because I understand it's New Year's Eve. Yeah. But get it fixed today. Um, it would have been real easy to say, well, that's not my refrigerator. <laughs> you know, these guys will be okay until a couple of days from now. I'll worry about it then. But what would I do if it was my refrigerator? You know, and if it was my refrigerator, I would do everything I could to get it fixed so the food wouldn't go bad. You know, if it was your refrigerator, you might could just fix it yourself. But I'm, I don't have that ability. Yeah. You know, and so that's so that to me that's a silly illustration, but it's an illustration of treating people the way that you want to be treated. That's justice. That's fairness. That's equality. Um, and uh, and that's what that's what we're to be standing for as followers of Jesus. So when did the fridge get fixed? It didn't get fixed that day. <laughs> no justice. Yeah. No, no justice. But you know, he he did call and he said he tried. And, you know, he only had one repairman that day, and it just it just didn't happen. Yeah. You know, but so it didn't work out, but. The principle was still there, (laughs) you know, that, wait a minute, this is what, and so, you know, you can almost think about this way um, as well. Okay, I want to go make a, I want to donate some clothes or furniture to a a group home or to, you know, Salvation Army or Goodwill or something like that. It's kind of like, well, if you wouldn't want that couch, why are you going to give it, you know, to somebody else or, 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 you know, now if the couch is in good condition, okay, but goodness gracious, I have gotten donations of some stuff that I could not believe people were giving me this. And I'm like, how can, oh, you, how can you give this? Um, you know, you wouldn't want it. And so, you know, if, if the clothes are raggedy, well, then use them for rags. If they're in good shape, give them away. But if they're raggedy and you really wouldn't wear them, don't, don't expect somebody, you know, to treat people the way, you know, that you want to be treated. Pretty simple. Pretty powerful. Well, um, this kind of wraps up uh, our thoughts for the first episode here. Um, now, in, in the future, um, we will have the opportunity to bring in uh, comments and questions. Um, we will put out there what the topics are going to be. So if you follow us on Twitter, um, Facebook, and on the blog, uh, you'll be able to find out in advance what the topics are. But you can also respond to any episode when you come across them. Feel free to email us. Um, at the end here, we'll give you all the contact info on that. And we'll always take a few minutes at the end of the episode uh, for Kevin to, to respond to some of those listener questions and comments. Um, now it is time for a little segment called Walk the Talk. And it's a chance to take active steps based on our discussions. Uh, every episode, we're going to have info regarding important events to attend or to support, practical applications, opportunities for personal growth, basically opportunities to walk the talk uh, about floods of justice. So, Kevin, you had a a few websites and books. Uh, Let's do a a quick little segment here just to to give people a chance to continue after the podcast. Yeah, since this is our first episode, just some, uh, some materials to read. Uh, or to look at if you're interested in homework uh, on the first homework day. on the first day, yeah. But some of this might give you insights into where we're coming from as well. Um, but uh, so here's just a few of the websites that I like. Um, I'll mention mine, floodsofjustice.com. Excellent site. Um, <laughs> so that might be a place to start if you work around in that. Uh, you'll see different topics I've talked about over the years, and kind of get a feel for that. Um, EJUSA.org is equal justice. United States of America, but it's EJUSA.org. Um, they have lots of stuff about different issues uh, coming from um, uh, from an evangelical. Again, there's that label, but coming from a uh, uh, a conservative, somewhat conservative um, perspective. And so, 
That's a good one. CCDA.org. CCDA is Christian Community Development Association. That's a group that I'm involved with and that I love dearly and has influenced me. And so if you go to their website, you can find just some information about some of these issues. So CCDA.org. And then my personal friend, uh, Shane Claiborne, and his group, RedLetterChristians.org. Uh, we'll have some information there that you may like. So those are just a few websites of many, and, and uh, we'll give other websites out as we go along. But uh, some basic books to kind of get started if you're new to this journey of, of really trying to um, uh, look at justice from a biblical perspective. Uh, Making Neighborhoods Whole, which is written, co-written by Wayne Gordon and Dr. John Perkins. And Dr. Perkins was active and, and has the scars to prove it during the Civil Rights Movement. Um, and so Making Neighborhoods Whole, uh, Generous Justice uh, by Tim Keller. Uh, Becoming a Just Christian, uh, Adam Augustine. And then a really good book, and I'm going to mess up this lady's last name, so I apologize in, in advance, but Faith Rooted Organizing uh, by Alexia uh, Salvatera and Peter uh, Hetzel. So just an excellent book, Faith Rooted Organizing. So those are just some things just to kind of get you started. There's a plethora of information out there, but that's uh, just to get you started. Great. All right, so this is bringing episode one to an end, but episode two will be coming soon. Kevin, what can you tell us about episode two? What do we have to look forward to? Well, over the coming weeks, not necessarily in any order, uh, I do want us to talk about um, the elections, um, and uh, I've got a, uh, something I want to share about that and, and a good resource as far as a voter's guide. Um, racism will always be a topic that we'll address uh, gentrification, which is something I'm passionate about because I see it happening all around me. Uh, the death penalty, which is something I'm passionate about as well. I made it some notes before we got started today, Kevin, and, and really this is what I'm hoping to do. We may not do this, but really what I'd like to do is, is the next episode, the week of February 10th, uh, talk about mass incarceration because there's a, a national movement that starts it's between February 9th and February 15th called Locked in Solidarity, trying to bring it, trying to bring mass incarceration to our attention. And so that might be next week and then um, the following week to talk about the death penalty because in the state of Tennessee, Tennessee is going to execute another inmate on February the 20th and so that week leading up to that. And then um, maybe talk about, you know, I've been involved in a, a thing called the Fuller Story here where we tried to add some context to our Confederate statue downtown and as a result of that, um, been asked to go and help try to remove a bust of, uh, of Nathan Bedford Forrest from our state capitol. And so there's a meeting coming up about that on the 20th. Um, and so after that meeting, maybe uh, bring in a friend and we'll talk about uh, why we're doing that and, and how we see that as a biblical issue uh, as well. Um, you know, not destroying anything, but adding and taking down um, monuments, how that's a biblical issue. Well, Pastor Kevin, thank you for your time this morning. And listeners, thank, thank you. you for tuning in. Um, Feel free to spread the word. Uh, subscribe to the podcast everywhere you listen to, spot, to podcasts. And uh, episode two will be coming to you soon. Uh, thank you and see you next time. The Floods of Justice podcast looks at the issues of our day from a biblical perspective without the labels. Join the conversation online at floodsofjustice.com or find the Reverend Dr. Kevin Riggs on Twitter at Riggs underscore Kevin.